Hey you guys, welcome to the Football Goonies Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host Jason Suppler bringing you week three in review for the H-Town Bone Zone. Alright folks, well we had a big week three and man was it crazy. So we're going to dive into it and give my expert analysis. I'm going to apologize in advance, too. We have the AC running in my studio, a.k.e. a.k.a. guest bedroom. And it sounds like a jet engine back here. Hopefully it turns off pretty soon, but until then, you're just going to have to deal. First up, we had the matchup of Christian Sanity versus Sonny Koufax. All right, so this was a heavyweight title of a... uh, top-performing team versus a uh, middling team. So let's see how it turned out. Uh, at the quarterback position, it was a battle of two titans as Justin Fields put up 9.66 versus Matt Stafford's astronomical 10.46. That was pretty sad. At uh, the first receiver slot, we had pretty much a wash with A.J. Brown uh, edging out Alave. By almost four points uh, and then the big the big one was when Christian Sanity used his namesake to uh, drop about an extra 13 points on Jameer Gibbs with uh, Christian McCaffrey big win there Kittle had a nice bounce back at tight end though for Sonny Koufax as he scored 10 more points than David Njoku man that guy is a joke how about just David Njoku What a wasted draft pick. Everyone thought he was going to do well, and he has just disappeared. Um, The the lore at at Flex, we had the lore of Mike Evans uh, not stand up to the uh, stature of Tank Dell. As Tank Dell went ham for 25.5 points versus Evans, 17. And then backup running back versus uh, wide receiver 2, Jalen Warren versus Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas had the edge. Kickers suck, but Harrison uh, kicked more than Young Ho Koo, who's probably looking for a new job, too. <laughs> and then the big story was Seattle. That was a whatever defense, but Dallas scoring a big zero. Insane, man. Um, so, obviously, Christian Sanity ended up winning 105 Point four six to ninety three point nine six. Pretty underwhelming scores for both teams, especially considering he had two twenty point uh, outings on his lineup. But the uh, big one was uh, Mims Jr. sitting on the bench of Sonny Koufax. Man, if only you had the uh, cojones to play him over Jalen Warren, uh, you would have won that. Or if Dallas D didn't suck, you would have won. So. Uh, I feel for you, Sonny. I feel for you, buddy. Next up, we have the H-Town Pants Droppers versus Total Bone Down. Uh, Just another heavyweight battle here. Uh, Pat Mahomes versus Daniel Jones. Uh, I think you can all imagine how that turned out. We had a 33.5 point versus 2 point uh, showing there. Uh, If that's going to tell you anything about the rest of the matchup. Uh, Pretty much, it was relatively easy. Even I want to say across the board points wise, but the uh, the big deciding factor was the extra 
30 points, basically, from Pat Mahomes over Daniel Jones. So let's get into it. Just Jefferson did Jefferson things and outscored Stefan Diggs by a little over 8 points. Uh, Joe Mixon and ETN were relatively even. Fryermuth destroyed Komet because Komet can only catch one catch per million dollars of his contract. Uh, Miles Sanders did really good while Najee Harris continued to suck. Juju Smith-Schuster continued to suck while Zay Flowers did pretty well. Uh, the kickers were awash. Denver, uh, H-Town Pants Droppers tried to give up the win finally with a terrible Denver defense. How? Okay, we need to really assess our scoring here. Dallas had a zero points on, let me go back to it, uh, 28 points against. And Dallas scored zero. And then flash forward to Denver, who let, as we all know, 70 points against. Now, not all of that was uh, offensive scored, but like probably like still like 55 points or something. They got one point still. How is that possible? I mean, I could tell you it's probably sacks, turnover, something like that. But still, that is ridiculous. Uh, versus Pittsburgh's defense, got 12 points against Las Vegas, good outing there, but it wasn't enough to uh, make up for crappy Daniel Jones as the final score was 116.38 to 91.58. Nothing could have really saved him on the bench. No one's ever playing Rondell Moore, but he got 18.2 points. Uh, the only way <laughs> the only way Bone Down would have won is uh, if H-Town Pants Dropper wanted a real... Uh, a uh, real challenge and played Sam Howell instead of Mahomes 33 points at negative 10.4 points. That might be the worst score I've ever seen in my life. That is insane. Anyways, RIP total bone down for week three. Next up, this was a heavyweight battle. Number one and two teams in the league going at it early in the season. Kind of one of those disappointing matchups you get in college football where the loss should matter more, but since it was early in the, the season, it doesn't count against them. But uh, let's get into it. Big, big quarterback matchup did not disappoint. We had Kirk Cousins putting up 35 or 34 and a half points, and then Tua coming over the top rope at him with a 43-3-6. Man, what a day. Uh, Devonta Smith did not have a good game, but the, uh, the subbed in Josh Reynolds had a, did not have a gooder game as he, got, as he got a zero points versus seven. Uh, Derrick Henry was a turd with two points versus Tony Pollard's 18. Uh, Hawk did all right compared to Darren Waller, but both were disappointing. Uh, Josh Jacobs, 11, and this was the final blow, man. Devonta Adams, 45 points. After that, it was a slight edge across the board with DJ Moore versus Osborne, barely outscoring. Elliott versus Tucker, barely outscoring. And New Orleans versus Baltimore, barely outscoring. But it just wasn't enough, man. Uh, basically, not enough points on the bench either to make you feel better about yourself. Uh, 17.8. I guess you could just take solace in the fact you got DeAndre Swift with that 17.8, and he looks like he's actually doing some work to sub in for your terrible putrid Derrick Henry. Uh, no surprise, Tony Pollard Express, the Pollard Express. Um, 
defeated Hocked and Loaded 137.26 to 104.38. A bludgeoning. And I believe moving the Pollard Express into first place. Congratulations, Ryan. Yes. Next up, we have La Donna Explosiva versus the Criminal Chasm. Now, I believe that I picked Criminal Chasm to win this just because I did not want to root for that horrible female abuser, Deshaun Watson. But LaDonna Explosiva doesn't care about that. He just cares about finally getting in the win column. So let's get into it with the score 102.06 to 71.22. My settings did not seem to adjust for uh, negative points for raping, so that ended up being 26.16 for Watson versus the 24 points for Goff. Uh, Drake London started out great with an early catch, and then that was pretty much all he did, getting only five points. But that's okay. Calvin Ridley and the Jaguars suck, and he only got seven. Uh, nice effort from James Conner, outscoring Bijan uh, by almost double. Mark Andrews was terrible, but Zach Ertz was also terrible, so eight points versus two and a half. Uh, Puka had a bit of a disappointing one, especially if you watch that game, man. He was very, very close to the touchdown. But uh, anyone playing A.J. Dillon in uh, any sort of way deserves to lose. So sorry on that one. Uh, newly minted starting running back Jerome Ford ran terribly, didn't do much, but he had a lot of receiving work, almost 20 points versus uh, Brees, give me the damn ball, Hall. Still only getting under four points. Uh, After that, Moody outscored Joseph because Minnesota just disappoints you. San Francisco doubled Tennessee because Tennessee always disappoints you. And that was all she wrote. Uh, Some notable misses that would have actually made a difference is if he played Michael Gallup, Jarek McKinnon, and Christian Kirk subbed in for... Brees Hall, A.J. Dillon, and Calvin Ridley. There is a remote chance that Criminal Chasm could have won, but I'm not going to do the math. So you guys decide, but congratulations, LaDonna Explosiva. Looks like you raped out yourself a win. Next up, we have Ryan's Splendid Team, still not changing that stupid name, versus the wonderfully named Football Team. Uh, so at the quarterback position, Josh Allen, decent game, nothing crazy, but Josh Allen stuff, and Derek Carr getting injured and only getting seven points. At the receiver position, Amon Ross St. Brown was awesome with almost 20, but he's no Tyreek Hill getting 33 and a half points. Damian Pierce finally had a game. He was half, but on the other side, Kenneth Walker is much more him, getting double the points at 30. My gosh, 15 to 30. Uh, so basically, blows traded back and forth at the uh, the receiver and running back position. At tight end, uh, Ryan Splendid Team, Luke Musgrave, inspired pickup versus Dalton Schultz. Don't trust Houston. Uh, at the receiver position, Mike Williams destroyed Jerry Judy and then destroyed his knee. So, sorry, buddy, but you're now without that player, so that's going to hurt you a bit. Uh, and then old man father time Adam Thielen almost tri- or over-tripled Tyler Lockett's points. At least someone found the fountain of youth. 
Heyo. And then uh, kickers don't matter, and they washed each other out. Kansas, much better defense than Vegas. They got 13 to 1. But ultimately, you cannot overcome Derek Carr being destroyed, Dalton Schultz being destroyed, and Kansas City destroying Las Vegas. So, no chance at a win. Can't really blame you. Uh, for a positive look for, uh, for Ryan's splendid team, he does have Marquise Brown on the bench and then a bunch of whatever. So, I think you'll be all right, assuming you don't have anyone else get hurt. Oops. Yeah. But congrats on the win, Ryan. Uh, you got 143.92 to 113.22. Hot swing versus Travis Swift next. Taylor changing his name to uh, Travis Swift with the confirmed news of uh, our mustachioed tight end. Well... Let's get into it though. So with Taylor, Sw or sorry, Travis Swift locking down with Lamar Jackson, almost thirty points. But that's no match for Justin Herbert when he gets to play those pathetic Minnesota Vikings, getting forty-four and a half points. What a drop, man! Then Jamar Chase and Chase finally found his game at twenty-six, but Amari Cooper canceled it out at twenty-four and a half. Um. Some of the points were made up back for Swift with Jared Cook versus Brian Robinson, the much more disappointing Robinson, only having seven versus the 13.2. Kelsey did Kelsey things and over-doubled Goddard's nine points. Uh, and then this is where it kind of fell apart for, for uh, Swift. His uh, Metcalf versus Javante Williams, Metcalf destroyed. Pickens versus Woods was better. And then Buffalo defense, 34 freaking points versus Jacksonville's negative four points. Man, and hot swing wasn't even done yet. I mean, he left at Alexander Madison on the bench with 17.5 points. He left Zach Moss on the bench with 25.5 points, who is like one of the best running backs in the league somehow. He's not. He's trash. Um, on the other side, though, Travis Swift. Didn't play Romeo Dubs. That was 18 and a half points. Brock Purdy scored less than uh, Lamar Jackson. What are you going to do, man? You had no chance to win. At all. Wait. What if I said you could sub one player in? Just one, though. For one of your flex positions. Do you think that would matter? Well, it would if you had Devon frickin' A-Chain. Yeah, I'm not saying A-Chain. On your bench, dropping 61.3 points. Oh my goodness. I am sorry, sir. I would not have played him over Javante in that matchup. But, not knowing. But my goodness, Robert Woods, the dude is literally a tree. It's in his name and the fact that he can't move out there. My goodness, 61.3 points. You lost out on the biggest performance he will ever have. That's not your fault, though. I didn't play him in a couple of leagues that I own him in, Dynasty and Redraft. How could you see that coming? I thought about it afterwards, though. I was like, man, Jalen Waddle's out. It's just going to be Tyreek and Mostert, and Miami's going to probably roll. I was like, we should have probably seen it coming, because, like, what's the alternative? Durham Smythe? Like... 
we should have seen A-Chain having a good game. Not this game. No one could see this coming. But, like, a 15 to 20-point game, man, we should have seen that coming. So, sorry, uh, Travis Swift. Still uh, missing that elusive first win while Hot Swing gets in there in the win column, man. Final score, 153.2 to 101.78. Next up, we have Drew's stinking, I mean sinking ship versus Matt's excellent team. Another trash team who has not fixed their trash name. All right, man. We were all pulling for Drew's sinking ship. It's been a rough road, man, between injuries, losses for the season, bad breaks and just losing overall man i just wanted this guy to gut out a win let's see how he did mm, not off to a good start dak prescott versus jalen hurts little over six points more to hurts um but that's okay we're gonna make up most of that with garrett wilson over t higgins that's right garrett zach wilson versus t one leg burrow higgins uh outscored him then we're going to make up more. All right, we're back in the lead. Rashad White with Khalil Herbert, man. That was another four-point difference. Oh, but then you lost it. Hunter Henry finally being Hunter Henry versus steady somehow Evan Ingram. Uh, so there's a lost 10 points there. Oof. But what's this? Kadarius Tony? Why would you be playing that? Man, Tutu Atwell... Apparently, he's good, though, because we got a 17.2 versus .9 for Tony, man. Big win there. Terry McLaurin, bigger win, or a big win over Tajay Spears on the flex. And yeah, you lost a few points on the kicker and a few points on New England, but you gutted out the win. You need to change that name, Drew. You were no longer sinking. Now you're just kind of like waiting there. I mean, you're going nowhere. After the loss of Chubb, Aaron Jones being banged up, your refusal to play Jordan Addison, um, you're using Taysom Hill as a bench tight end for some reason, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's on your bench for some reason. I mean, like, there's a lot of sad things here. But what is not sad is you won the week. Congrats. I mean, granted, you probably would have lost if he had Saquon Barkley active, uh, probably Justice Hill active, Jonathan Taylor wasn't on the pup. So, right place, right time, my friend. Congratulations, Drew, on the big win. All right, and then the final matchup, the marquee matchup. What could be better than Duke? Silver Bullets, yours truly, versus the Rumble Ponies, Baldy's team. Baldy's flying high. He's 2-0 going into week three, man. I don't think he's ever been there. He's just, whoo, loving life. So we get into it. Our quarterbacks, both, meh, disappointing. Geno Smith, 17.5. Trevor Lawrence, 18.5. No big difference. Oh, man. Let's, uh, let's start with the tight end, so... My tight end, Sam Laporta, great waiver wire pickup versus Jake Ferguson. Outscored him by about 13 points. But that's all right. He came back at me. Kyron Williams, disappointed, nine with eight and a half points. Mikey Pitt, Michael Pittman, Pity City, getting 16 and a half points. Big win there. Ah, oh, but Nico Collins, disappointed. Mm. 
disappointing Nicole Collins. 5.4 points versus my CD Lamb 10.2, which wasn't great, but better than Nico. Uh, my kicker, slightly better. I hate kickers. I only got 8 points. He got 4. Uh, his Cleveland defense edged me out 15-14 over Philadelphia. Man, this is still a close game, right? And he's got a chance. He has got a... Oh. Oh, man. Bad news for me. Debo Samuel... 25 points. It was on Thursday night, too. Man, I saw that early. Matt Breida played like crap. Still got 10 points because of late touchdown. I saw that. I saw that on Thursday night, too. But, man, man, his projection's good. What am I going to do? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to drop a combined 111 and a half points with just two players. How, how can this be? You ask, how can he do that? Well, little, little someone I like to call Keenan Allen, 56.46 points. Another little someone I like to call Raheem Mostert, waiver wire pickup, not a big deal, 45.2 points. Oh my goodness. Whew. What a dominating performance. I'm just trying to make it a little more exciting. In all honesty, it it really was over like cuz those were that was a noon game. So they both were it was it was over early. Baldy was conceding at like 1 p.m. So uh no surprise. Just me putting up the top score 182.35 versus 105.16 cuz I have the courage to play my Dolphins. I have the courage. Uh, he could take some solace, though. He was missing Dave Montgomery. He'll be back soon. He was missing Austin Eckler. He should be back soon. I think he's practicing it in full today. And Cortland Sutton scored 19 points on the bench. So you got players coming. Baldy's going to get back into it. I wouldn't be worried about his team too much. Although he does have a tall order against... Uh, the Pollard Express this week. And speaking of the Pollard Express this week, let's get into the picks real quick. Just quick reactions, not my actual picks. If you follow these picks, I am not uh, responsible if you lose. So first up, we got Christian Sanity versus Total Bone Down. Stafford versus Daniel Jones. A.J. Brown versus Jefferson. McCaffrey versus Mixon. Tight ends suck. Mike Evans versus Nashi Harris. Michael Thomas versus Say Flowers. Seattle versus Pittsburgh. Kickers don't matter. Oh, I'm just not going to go through this every time. I'm just going to look real quick. Um, Stafford gets Indy. Better supporting cast. I'm going to go Christian Sanity over Total Bone Down, who is going to drop his second in a row. Oof. Next up, we got football team versus Sonny Koufax. Lost Derek Carr, but he's got Baker Mayfield. That should go well. Um... Oh, but man, Sonny's got Justin Fields. Ugh. Oh, man. Oh, that's ho that's horrible. Uh, basically, the question is, do you have the cojones to play Alvin Kamara first week back? And who are you going to play him over? Probably Jerry Judy, because that dude's trash. Uh, Justin Fields is trash on the other side, but man, he's got Denver. You know what? I'm going to root for the guy. 
We're going to go Sonny Koufax for the win. Congrats, Sonny, on your win. Next up, marquee matchup, Rumble Ponies versus the Pollard Express. Oh, man, can Baldy pull a comeback? Uh, looking at this lineup, looking at this lineup. You know what? If Eckler plays, if uh, Debo plays, then I'm going to pick Rumble Ponies with the upset. Uh, two of them might have a little down game. Oh, but man, Adams is playing the Chargers. Pollard's playing New England, though. Waddles, man, this is a tough one, honestly. Yeah, let's give it. Let's give uh, Baldy the win just because he got destroyed last week, so I don't want Ryan to win this week. Next up, we got Drew Sinking Ship versus the Criminal Chasm. Uh, Criminal Chasm is currently missing a deep. Nope, he's got a good defense. There it is. Um, man, I without Cooper Cup, this team is just hurting, just hurting bad. Uh, Aaron Jones probably back this week, and although I like Jared Goff much better than Dak Prescott, uh, Drew Sinking Ship, I'm gonna pick him to keep this train going and win their second game in a row. Congrats, Drew. Congrats. Next up, we got H Down Pants Dropper versus Hot Swing. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mahomes Herbert. Hmm. Man, this is great radio right now. Zach Moss. You know what? Number one running back, Zach Moss. Oh, but you got Buffalo's defense against Miami versus Denver. Oh, God, this is terrible. Oh. No, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Swing, swing for the wing. Swing for the wing, people. Uh, next up, Lud. Oh, okay. Automatically, we're going to pick Hocked and Loaded for, uh, against the Rapist. Next up, we got Matt's Excellent Team versus Travis Swift. Ooh, ooh, this is going to be tough, man. Sit Lamar Jackson because he's playing against uh, Cleveland, but my goodness, Purdy's got to go up against that vaunted Arizona defense. Ooh. That's a tough one. Oh, just so Saquon might be back. That's a big one. Uh, oh, he's got A-chain in. We're all right, people. Travis Swift's going to get his first win. Uh, Travi won with Taylor, and Taylor's going to win with Travi on his team. That's for sure. And then finally, we got Ryan's Splendid Team versus Duke Silver Bullets. Now, I am the favorite. Not going to lie. My team's just amazing amazing but i'll tell you three things that i'm worried about i'm worried about kenneth walker versus the giants defense i am worried about luke musgrave against the detroit defense i'm not worried about kansas city versus the jets because i got philadelphia versus washington and although the jets are probably the better play kind of a wash to me but I'm going to tell you right now, what I am worried about is Josh Allen against Miami in a shootout game. Now, if Miami struggles a little bit against a great defense, then maybe that one stays a little closer. But, man, I feel like Josh Allen is going to drop 40 freaking points on my head. So unless Keenan Allen saves me, I'm going to pick Ryan's splendid team to beat me because I'm humble like that. And 
it's just it's gonna happen people uh go bet the over on whatever josh allen uh spread is on uh fantasy points yards touchdowns rushing yards everything just parlay the crap out of that and uh like drop kick me uh and the real reason i'm gonna lose is because i somehow picked up devin singletary when i was trying to add a different player so I need to remedy that still, but I thought I would get you a podcast out first because that is the kind of commissioner I am. I'm here for you people. Now it's been a great honor telling you the correct answers of everything, past and future, present included. So as always, thank you for listening. Enjoy the week and Goonies never say die.